you, thank you, thank you. Take a bow, take a bow. No, I'm joking. Listen, welcome back to our 16th episode, where we will continue from last week's episode on power. So who has the power right now? Me or you? Both. Now, last week we had a quick look at the different types of power. Coercive, reward, formal, connection, referent, informal and expert. We know that all these types of power may and do overlap in certain situations. It is also very common for a person to have a number of different types of these powers. We also spoke briefly about how these power dynamics often affect our interpersonal relationships and how problems can develop if there is a power imbalance in any relationship. And before I go into the next part, I want to share with you a little ditty that I heard during the week. Um, I've no idea who owns it or whatever. It was just something I heard um, and I happened to tape it. So I hope you enjoy it. It's about the pandemic and where we've been, not necessarily where we're at now. It didn't take long for the germs to go global in planes and trains and cruises by sea. Now locked in our homes and trying to stay sober, we can't even watch the live sports on TV. Six long months in isolation, six long months doing nothing at all. Six long months in isolation, this lockdown is driving me up the wall. I tried to go out, got sent back in again. I went out again, straight back in again. Sick to death of this social distance and finished the lockdown for once and for all. The experts say keep two meters distance and never to gather in couples and groups. And eating at home is a feckin' disaster and fat is a fool eating pasta and soups. Now in the UK the virus was active and got the Prime Minister in number 10. I hope Boris Johnson recovers completely so that we can call him a dickhead again. Six long months in isolation, six long months without toilet roll. I wish to God I had constipation because I have nothing for wiping me whole. I tried to go out, got sent back in again. I went out again, straight back in again. Sick to death of this social distance and finished the lockdown for once and for all. Now Trump took it lightly, there's no need to panic, we're under control, sure is only a flu. He finally did what he promised the voters, America first and the infections too. Three long years with Trump as president, three long years doing nothing at all. Talking shite and blaming China while Mexico begs him to finish the wall. I tried to go out, got sent back in again, I went out again, straight back in again. Sick to death of this social distance and finished the lockdown for once and for all. The end is in sight and the curve it is flattening, lifting the lockdown is yet to be seen. Washing your hands and staying at home is the only solution for COVID-19. Six long months in isolation, the planet has never looked greener before. But back to the grind to pay off the mortgage, the world just won't be the same anymore. Sorry, I couldn't resist it. I just thought it was so funny. Um, I hope you got a bit of a giggle out of it. Now, back to power. We know that all these powers can and do affect both the workplace dynamics and, in fact, any relationship. But here's I'm going to talk about the workplace relationship just for a second. We can see where in a wage negotiation, for example, where bargaining power can play a role when trying to arrange a wage or a salary, especially around the time we're being hired or during a review. It can also affect us around bullying and harassment where bullying can go unpunished because of imbalanced power. The other one, of course, is arbitration, where a neutral person or arbitrator tries to make a decision, which will be based on evidence, 
And we know that this arbitrator has the power to make a binding decision. So it's not only fitting that this arbitrator is truly neutral, but is not influenced by any side. So here's a question. What power do you yourself think you have? I'm going to encourage you a little bit and hopefully help you to identify your own power type. Take a few minutes and look at ways in which you try to influence another person's actions. And you can look at a few of them. Just have a look at how you influence people. Do you think you influence people is another question. Do you think you have that power? And if you say no, you're deluding yourself because we all have power. We all have the possibility, the potential and the way to ensure we influence other people's lives. We just need to recognize how. For example, if I'm a pain in the ass all the time, every time you meet me, what's the first thing you're going to do? Turn away, avoid, or just confront. Which one do you do? That's power. Or if I'm really polite and nice and happy all the time, what's your action going to be? So we do have power. We just need to recognize it. Try using the examples or the explanations on the different types of power I gave in last week's podcast. Actually, do you know something? You probably won't go back looking for it. So here, I'll give you a quick reminder of what they were. So number one, reverent power. This is a desire for a feeling of oneness and acceptance in a valued relationship. When we show concern and demonstrate a level of respect for one another, referent power will increase very quickly in a relationship. However, and there's always a however, if you are not connected to genuine integrity or strength of character, then referent power will be lost. 2. Expert power, which is the extent of specialised skills or knowledge, which people attribute normally to a leader or a manager. A bit like reverent power, this power comes more easily to somebody in the short term, but can prove troublesome in the long term. Because if one has expert power but not wisdom, it will fail to reach into a relationship of equal balance. 3. Legitimate power. Now, this is the authority that is granted to somebody which stems from a position you hold in a group or organisation. Now, this power will always stem from a legitimate right to require or demand compliance. For example, in the workplace, when a manager has formal authority over activities. However, in a personal relationship, both have a legitimate power because of balance. Now, where reverent power and expert power are both tied to an individual, legitimate power is tied to the position one holds. We can actually see this in an overall family unit where different people take up different roles. For example, the eldest may take up the role of legitimate power because they were the first. This can, however, lead to tension because it will be seen as being tied with the person and not with the position. Number four, reward power. Simply, it is the ability to reward. Now, this is mainly based on the belief that a person controls very important resources that others in the family want or need. 
However, the overuse of this power can drive other members of the family to see them in a very controlling manner. In other words, you'll only get the reward if you do what I tell you to do. Number five, coercive power. Now, this is the ability to punish if your expectations are not met. To dispense punishment to those who do not do what you request or demand is obvious. It is mainly based on the physical strength of somebody or the verbal capacity or the ability to give or take away emotional or physical support from others. When it's used well, it can actually deter behaviour that is detrimental to a person. Of course, there is a however. In some situations, this power should only be used as a last resort because it holds obvious negative effects. For example, it can lead to dislike, anger, resentment, conflict, but more importantly, low self-esteem. Number six, connection power. Now, this is based on who you know and how well you know them. For example, in a family unit relationship, it can be used to get what you want. And here's your however. However, it can lead to other members of your family seeing you as the pet or the favourite. And finally, number seven, information power. Now, this is based on information that other people don't have, that you have. And this can often go hand in hand with connection power. Knowing something about another person is a form of power and we know that using it for our own benefit isn't always a good thing. For example, blackmail comes to mind, which is based on the negative side of information power. However, if it is used correctly, then it will enhance not just your own life, but people around you. So now that I've given you a brief outline of the different types of power, I'm going to go back to my original question. What type of power do you think you have? I'm going to give you a list of statements that may describe why others might respond to your attempts to influence their behaviour. And I want you to use this scale. One, being not at all true of you. Two, sometimes true. Three, often true of you. Four, very often true of you. Five, always true of you. And just as an aside, if you happen to be writing out these, put the word me instead of you at the end of the sentence. So you would be saying, being not at all true of me. So here are the statements. A. I can punish those who don't do what I ask. B. I'm connected to a significant person in this family or those who have influence in my relationship. C. I have expertise in a particular area or subject. D. I have the information that others need and want. E. After all, I'm in control. F. I'm loved, liked and respected by others. G. Only I can reward those who do what I ask. So give those statements a shot and see how you get on. Going forward or moving on from that, once you've discovered what power you're using, you can begin to use what we call self-declarations. 
and these will give you a perspective on the different forms of power especially the one that you've chosen for example one you possess and use it frequently two you are most comfortable with it three you use very little or not at all once you have these answered or looked at then you ask the obvious ones am I comfortable with the types of power I'm using do I feel I'm getting the results that I want using this type of power are there other types of power I would love to use more often now if you spend some time on looking at these questions and statements you will find out what other powers you need to develop or which ones you need to drop in order to become a balanced person in any relationship whether it's at work at home you know with family with friends won't make any difference the important thing to remember that power is a gift not a right we must use whatever power we have to enhance life not destroy it now although I say power is a gift and not a right we have both gifted power and earned power but earned power is like getting a promotion you earn it because of what you do but they are both based on who we are as an individual now that I've given you a little bit of knowledge about the elements to look for in positive power maybe it's time to put your power to good use and one of the things to remember is when to use or what is the best time to use your newfound power that's a necessity so if you come into a situation where you have to use power and you know which one to use ask yourself the following question what do I want to see happen in this situation and do I have the power to ensure it happens and if you can answer yes to both of these self-evaluation questions then it's a good use of the power that you've been gifted with there is one thing that you must understand here though no matter what the power or the use of it you must have the components of authenticity of knowledge and of trust you need these for it to be a positive influence for a positive outcome to any situation actually I've noticed myself recently that one of the basic mistakes people make when using power is around the way in which they use it they either use power they haven't received or they use the wrong kind of power we all know that when a person abuses or misuses the power that they have we can see it immediately because trust and confidence will be damaged in that person and if we don't trust the person with the power then it will not be effective so this begs the question then around do we give our trust to others unconditionally or have others got to earn trust a bit like respect and love trust is huge and I'm doubtful if we give them out unconditionally so then how should we address abuses of power well sometimes people whether intentionally or unintentionally can use power in ways that will cause hurt and harm or both to others in these cases where power is used unethically then the relationship may need help and that's where us therapists come in because we can help restore the balance of power and help people to find more sustainable ways of asserting themselves without it becoming a power struggle 
if you're working for somebody who has power and it's not positive, then you have to step back and kind of ask yourself, what's my priority here? Do I have any power that can counteract what I'm meeting? The answer, of course, is yes. You just have to find it. And sometimes it will mean confrontation. Other times it will mean just walking away and feeling, do you know something? I've got different priorities than this person and they're more important to me. Another example, a strong person could have the ability to hit the other person, but they're not obliged to do so. So it is better to refrain from using one type of power and increase another type of power. And the effects of a power may not always match the person's intent. If you manipulate a person that you're in relationship with, then you're more likely to actually hurt the very person that you care about. The other thing I have to remind you here is that sometimes you need to get explicit permission from a person within a relationship before action can be taken. So for example, if you ask to borrow a person's phone as opposed to just taking it without warning or consent, because it's vital that consent be given without coercion and without deception. This would include sexual consent, although it's not limited to a sexual relationship. So with all that said, I hope that I have given you enough information to at least get you started on looking at the power that you hold, because it is very intricate. Um, Some people would call it complicated. It's not really. Just ask yourself, what power do I have and am I using it correctly? And if I'm not, then I need to change it. Have a wonderful week and please enjoy the weather, but be careful. Stay well, stay safe. Namaste.